You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and it's good to be back. Uh, last week, if you listened, they were some re-recordings, uh, resubmissions of some of the older podcasts, the best of, some might say. Uh, and then today, we'll, we're recording again, and the reason we're doing this um, this new recording is we're talking about my trip to Egypt that I just took. And I had a great trip. My family went with me. It just so happens that the conference that I was speaking with uh, on behalf of NAF, NASM Overseas happened to line up with the kids mid-winter break so they get a week off. And uh, so I said, there's no way I'm going on this trip when my family has a week off without them. So I did go and spoke at a conference on Monday and Tuesday. And the kids went with me. My wife went with me to this trip to Egypt. And we saw so many amazing things. We stayed in Cairo. We went to see the Great Pyramids of Giza. We saw uh, those. There are nine pyramids there. Three really big ones. Two really big out of the three. And one is known as the Great Pyramid. And so I took the family. We went inside one of the pyramids, climbed up into the tomb. Uh, tomb's not that big. Pyramids are really spectacular. We also went to Memphis to see the first pyramid that was ever built. It's the first, it's the oldest stone structure that we know of that is man-made, people-made some might say, to refine that statement a touch more. And it's a step pyramid, a pyramid shaped kind of like the, the pyramids that you see in, in South America. And then next to it, we could see, so Memphis is the city, it's actually a, a subpart of Memphis called Sukara. And then there's another pyramid that looks like a Hershey's Kiss out in the background because they changed the, the angle of inclination after they started building it. It was the second pyramid they ever built. And they were like, I don't think this is the right angle. And they changed it. And so now it's shaped kind of like a Hershey's Kiss. Anyway, what a great trip. We went to Luxor. We went to the Valley of the Kings. We saw some of the tombs there. We went to the um, Alexandria in the Delta right on the Mediterranean. We ate at the Citadel and we also um, we went to the new library because one of the greatest cultural losses in the history of mankind, people kind, some might say to refine it, uh, is the library that burned in Alexandria. And so there is a new Alexandria library, and I wanted to go see it to pay homage to the old library that burned. It was amazing. It was a trip of learning and experience for, for all of the riches that went on the trip, my wife and three kids. But it was also a great experience because I got to meet so many Egyptians, so many... Um, fitness folks while I was there. Our friend Ahmed, who is the distributor for NASM. So let me give a little background of what's going on. NASM doesn't just sell all over the world. They have distributors. So kind of like Universal or Geffen or some of these places are distributors of music. There are places that distribute movies. Well, distributing 
um, content is not different for NASM. NASM doesn't know the markets. They don't necessarily speak the language. So we partner with people that do, do distribution of NASM's content. And our partners uh, there specifically were Gold's Gym, who we who the conference, who was hosting the conference, and the distributor has a partnership with Gold's Gym in Egypt, uh, a premium brand there. And it was really a remarkable time because I got to meet so many personal trainers that were there, talk about NASM, talk about the OPT model. And what I did is I spent some time talking about the components of of an exercise routine, an integrated training, which I did a podcast on recently, where we talk about core, balance, reactive training, flexibility training, uh, speed, agility, quickness, resistance training, and where those fit in the different levels of the, uh, the NASM model and the different phases of the model. Talking to the folks there, and we had an interpreter. And our interpreter, she was wonderful. I appreciate uh, having her with us and the amount of insight she provided. It's a little bit different when I was here than when uh, I went to China, where in China I would say a sentence or two and they would do a, um, and this is just kind of a, a, a touch, right? Like this is a matter of preference. Give me the exact things that Rick just said. Here, uh, my friend, uh, she just was like, here's the gist of what he just talked about. But also because so many of the people there spoke English, for those that didn't, she didn't want people to hear the exact same thing twice. And so she just gave an overview of, of what it was that I was talking about. So uh, a very educated woman. She was great. I appreciated her. And then the time I spent with the trainers. So I spent time with the trainers. There were there were 300 seats, probably at, at whatever point, there were maybe 200 people there that were listening to me talk. And then the next day, I met at one of the Gold's Gym's locations there in New Cairo. And it was a stunning location. It was amazing. I spoke to the trainers. And then I spent some time talking with the um uh, the management team. So what I did with the trainers is I basically went through, this is how I set up my uh, first meeting with the client. This is what it looks like. We're going to do an overhead uh, squat assessment, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk you through it. This is what it looks like. And then I just write out everything. And then I give that to the, the client and I say, this is your workout. So this is your movement prep. This is what you're going to do before you see me. But they got to see the process, the process of what I do and how I do it. This is how I set the client up. This is how I do the overhead squat assessment. These are the notes that I take. And then from the notes, this is what I do, how I write out a, a program based off of the assessments that we did. And so I think that's really helpful to a lot of people. I'm sure that would be helpful to a lot of you who are listening to this to be like, man, I wonder how Rick does it. It's hard to do that. Turn to do that on a podcast. Maybe, um, maybe we just do a, a video. Maybe we'll just do a podcast that sends you to the YouTube that talks about what I do in my process, and that might be helpful. So we could do something probably like that. And then the last thing I did is I spent a few hours with the management teams, 
And what I initially went through, and I think that that you'll find this helpful, is you know they want to know what are some of the things that we can do to stay to keep our team focused. And one of the things that you can do, and I always send people here, is if you go to nasm.org slash resources slash downloads, I think you could probably just type in nasm.org slash downloads, and it'll take you to the, the resources page. And one of the first things you'll see are the podcasts. Wink. I think that's pretty helpful. Um with the podcast, but moreover, what are some of the assessment forms and the programming forms that you can find helpful? So if you go to the nasm.org there uh, slash downloads, there are free mini courses that you can take. There are calculators like an NASM uh, calorie calculator, one rep max conversion calculator, body fat, BMI calculators, the podcast. Then there are webinars. So there are webinars that you can take, and I think that there are really, really good webinars here uh, over the uh, some of the things like mindfulness and how to help clients with uh, tech neck and NASM OPT model, heart rate variability you might be interested in, five, five steps to choosing a career, a career path as a personal trainer. Those are nice, but I really sent them more towards like the assessment forms and the programming forms. And the assessment forms would be like the PARQ, the lifestyle and health history um, questionnaires that you might give to your clients, body composition, and then there are postular, po postural assessments, and there are cardio assessments. I think these are so helpful and they're underutilized with so many of the trainers. So I gave these to the... Um, pointed this out to the management team and said, make sure your, your trainers have access to this. Make sure this is something that they can utilize. That would be really helpful. And then a programming template. There's the CES, so the Corrective Exercise Programming Template. There's the OPT Programming Template. And then there is the Macro Cycle, the Meso Cycle, and the Micro Cycle, annual monthly uh, programming that you can do for OPT. And so wanted to make sure that they could see, here's where you go to. This is where you download it. This is where you find it. And this is how you can keep your trainers accountable with their clients. Because just like when it comes to um, management teams saying, hey, where are your numbers? What's your focus with the numbers? I think we should be doing that with our, our trainers. Just want to know, like, are your clients hitting their goals? And what are some of the ways that you're tracking that? And I would like to know how people are tracking it. I'm going to track that with my clients as well because it keeps me accountable. So there are the programming, there are conversion charts, and there are other resources. You want an exercise library? You can, you can do the, the Edge app. I think that's helpful. But there's an exercise library on the website as well. There's a CPT study guide on the, on the library. If you go to the, the other resources, again, nasm.org slash downloads. And then there's the headliner, other resources under that exercise library, CPT study guide, guide to become a personal trainer. I think these are really helpful. And I pointed this out to the management team there, which they were familiar with, but you may not be. So this is something that you might find very helpful 
and something that you can utilize. Um, for me, you know, a lot of times you you hear teachers say that teachers learn as much from the students uh, as their students learn from them. There's some truth to that. It's not always true. I want to give a lot of information, and sometimes it was like too much information to take in. But also, what do I learn from the people that I talk to? Um, that that as a teacher. There are a lot of things. So nobody comes in as a blank canvas. And so for me, what I learn is perspective. And it's not always the same perspective. But what I always find, and I talk about this with my wife when, when we were experiencing so many things, that it's so different here, but people are the same. People have the same troubles. People want the same fitness goals. People want the same fitness outcomes. People are the same, but you learn kind of the, the small differences that culture provides, perspective, what that provides. And that is always an interesting turn of events for, for us as teachers, as we teach and talk to people. People receive information differently. They learn in different ways. And that's really valuable to me as a teacher, as an educator, that I can learn ways that you like to learn. And, and going to different countries and speaking to people with different backgrounds, it's always a learning experience for me. And I hope it was a valuable learning experience for them and for NASM. And on behalf of NASM, we're able to go there and have these conferences and speak to people and get people interested and amped about the NASM content. And I think we were very successful. Uh, in fact, I know we were very successful based off the conversations that were had and the feedback. And so thank you to our distributor, Ahmed, who is there in, in Egypt that, that had us come. Thank you to to Jeremy and Keith and Don from NASM, the international team that brought me out there, that allowed me to be able to speak to them. I really appreciate my time there and the extra time that I took to, to go and spend some time in, in Cairo and Giza and Memphis and Alexandria and Luxor to see some of the different things. It was a great trip for me. It's a, Egypt's a bucket list for me. When I was a kid, my dad went to Egypt. I was one. I was a bibi. I was almost two. And my dad spent six weeks in Egypt. That was challenging for my mom. <laughs> uh, she was fine for two weeks. It was tricky for two weeks. And then it was, I could kill him for the last two weeks. Uh, he came back and he brought back all this stuff. My dad was a history teacher who later became an administrator, but he's always been a preacher. And Egypt is such an important part for history and for, um, for as a preacher. And so for him to have gone there, and I heard stories my entire life. And anytime any of the, the surrounding schools would talk about Egypt, they would ask my dad, see, Mr. Ritchie is going to come and talk to the class about Egypt. And he would bring the camel saddle. He would bring some of the headdress that, that you would see sometimes there. Um, some of the knickknacks and 
the, the alabaster and the basalt and the different stones and the, it was awesome. It was awesome for me to get a chance to go because my dad, it was such an important part of my childhood and the stories and to be able to go there and speak my, my um, skill set to the Egyptians that were there to be brought as a guest and to do that on behalf of NASM and teach exercise science, that it was so nice. It was so valuable. And, uh, and I'm glad that, that NASM brought me out. If you get a chance to go, I think that you should experience. But one of the things that you do, in fact, to do is have most likely an NASM background, an NASM uh, education. And for that, uh, it's been a huge part of my life. And that's valuable to me. NASM is valuable to me. And some of the experiences that I got to take on behalf of NASM, <sighs> bucket list, game changer. It was awesome. And if you are not, um, you don't have an NASM education and you, and you want to be certified as a personal trainer, let me direct you to NASM.org. So go and check out NASM and what's going on with some of the education, the offering that's there. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me. You can hit me up uh, on Instagram where I'm most active at dr.rickritchie. You can email me rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness and the fitness, it's kind of, it's traveling all over the world. The education is getting stronger, uh, both with NASM, but the way that we deliver that, not just here in the States, but in so many different places. And it's an absolute blessing and a value to us and to people everywhere as we are making a difference in people's lives with fitness education. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring people to fitness. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.